Welcome back. Welcome back to season two, episode 22 of your favorite show. Not just favorite sports show, a favorite show to listen to, SEC Talks. This is your co-host, Caden, and I am here alone again. Um, Jackson, unfortunately, had to travel to Nashville for an unexpected event um, that I don't want to get into and get in all their business. Um, but he was unable to join us. Um, but I can promise you he would much rather be doing the podcast on a normal day. I can tell you that. Um, but he is okay. So that's all you need to know. But super excited to be bringing you guys back another episode of SEC Talks, whether you're listening in the morning, at night, the middle of the day, whatever it may be. Always appreciate you guys um, listening to us. So today, obviously, we got another episode where we're just recapping what happened last week as well as giving you guys some previews about this coming week. So now we are finally in like SEC play to where it should be SEC matchups every week pretty much, except for, you know, a couple weeks later in the year. Um, but let's see. Yeah, so let's go ahead and get started. So this past weekend was pretty good. There were a lot of good games going on, especially that Arkansas-LSU game and the Ohio State-Notre Dame game. Neither of the teams who I was cheering for won that game, and that was unfortunate. But they were still really good games just to watch as a football fan. But let's start with the Auburn and Texas A&M game. So Texas A&M won that game 27-10. to So Auburn is just... They could not find any offense that game. Peyton Thorne, not the best. He missed the wide-open touchdown pass. That You never know if he hits it, what that does, the momentum of the game. Um, but Connor Wegman got hurt, Texas A&M starting quarterback, and Max Johnson came in, who used to be at LSU. And he played a really good football game. So he actually threw a touchdown to his brother. I want to say Jake Johnson? Don't know if that's correct. But we'll act like it is. So Max Johnson was 7 for 11, 123 yards, two touchdowns. Connor Wegman was 8 for 14, um, 70 yards and no touchdowns. Peyton Thorne was 6 of 12 for 44 yards, no touchdowns. Robbie Ashford was 1 of 4 for 4 yards, no touchdowns. So uh, no quarterbacks really threw the ball a lot this game. Auburn also played H. Gariner. I don't know if that's Hunter. I'm sorry for Auburn fans. I don't know his first name. Um, but he was two of seven for eight yards. So really, there wasn't really great quarterback play at all. I mean, Max Johnson had a good game. But overall, it wasn't the best matchup in quarterbacks. Auburn's leading rusher was uh, B. Batty or Beatty. Um, eight carries for 59 yards, no touchdowns. And Auburn's leading receiver was also... B. Beatty, whatever, B. Batty, two catches for 23 yards. Now, Texas A&M's leading rusher was Moss, 15 carries for 97 yards and one touchdown. And their leading receiver was Smith, um, A. Smith, five catches for 78 yards, no touchdowns. But and I think it was Jake Johnson who had that t- the tight end. 
who's Max Johnson's brother. So that's pretty cool. Um, but all in all, um, now I think both teams are now three and one. Yep, both teams are now three and one. Auburn zero and one. The SEC A and M is one and zero. So both of them still have everything in front of them. Um, as we've talked about, you can pretty much have one loss and still have everything in front of you. So now they both have that one loss. So I just got to take care of business. This next game, Kentucky beat Vanderbilt. Literally one of the worst matchups I could ever imagine. Um, and I could care less about Kentucky won that game 45 to 28. I'm very surprised that Vandy actually scored 28 points. So I don't even care to talk about that game. Um, if y'all watched it, great. But um, I can guarantee you only watched it if you were a Kentucky or Vanderbilt fan. Now, next game, Ole Miss at Alabama. So I had hopes that this game would be a lot better than it actually was. Ole Miss, who's, who was ranked 15th, and Bama 13th, they lost to Bama 24-10. Uh, to 10. So Jalen Milrow started this game again. And, you know, it was a slow start. I think it was 7-6, six, 7-3, seven 7-6 seven, or something at halftime, something like that. No, it wasn't 7. It was very low scoring, and it was a close game at halftime. But then uh, Bama just, their depth got to them, um, which is what usually happens with Bama. But um, all in all, it's a pretty good game. Not as good as I'd hoped. But, um, yeah. So I think they both have one loss now. So UTSA at Tennessee. Tennessee won this game 45-14. to 14. We came out red hot. We were up 31-0 to zero at halftime. And UTSA puts up two touchdown scoring drives, second half, first two drives, then it's 31-14, and then we pull away. So Joe Milton had a scare in that one, real nasty fall that did not look good at all. Um, but he's okay, so that's good. also saw a stat today that um, Dylan Sampson and Jalen Wright, who are t- two of Tennessee's running backs, are number one and two in yards per carry in the SEC, so that's pretty cool. Dylan Sampson is a dog. Um, Jalen Wright got hurt, so that's not good. But good thing we have a three-headed monster in the backfield with Dylan Sampson, Jabari Small, and Jalen Wright. So that'll be something to monitor. But good thing Joe Milton is okay. Um, He missed a couple throws. Still, that's going to happen every week. Um, But all in all, we looked a lot better than we did the last two weeks. So that's positive going into SEC play. Um. Next game, which I would consider the game of the week, we had Arkansas at LSU. So LSU won this game 34-31, to and it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, Jaden Daniels and KJ Jefferson were just trading punches. And, you know, I mean, there were times in the game where they would trade interceptions, and then they basically just traded touchdowns. Um, so that game was really good. Let's look at the, the stat sheet for this one. So KJ Jefferson was 21 of 31 for 289 yards, three tutties, and two interceptions. Jaden Daniels was 20 of 29 for 320 yards, four tutties, and one interception. Arkansas's leading rusher was Dubinian, 15 carries for 78 yards. And then leading receiver was Luke Haas, the tight end. He had a good game, 
six catches, 116 yards, and two touchdowns. That's some crazy fantasy numbers right there. That would be you know, like 29.6 fantasy points, which is crazy. Um, LSU's leading rusher, Logan Diggs. I think he's the Notre Dame transfer. 14 carries for 97 yards and zero touchdowns. And then LSU's leading receiver, surprisingly, was B. Thomas Jr. I thought it would have been Malik Neighbors because that's the only person I saw catch the ball that whole game, it felt like. Uh, Thomas Jr. had five catches for 133 yards and two tutties. And then Malik Neighbors had eight catches for 130 yards and two tutties. I'd say Malik Neighbors is up there in contention for the Blitnikoff. I mean, he's been going crazy. Let's look at his. Yeah, this year, in four games, he's had 32 catches, 523 yards, and five touchdowns. That's pretty freaking good, if you ask me. So, yeah, that was the LSU-Arkansas game. Let us know y'all's thoughts on that game. Um, Charlotte at Florida. This game is very lackluster and not surprised that Florida looked better against Tennessee than they did against Charlotte because everybody looks amazing against Tennessee. It's just how it works for some reason. But Florida won this game 22-7. to Let's see. I mean, Graham Mertz threw – he was 20-23, of 23, very efficient for 259 yards and one tutty. Uh, running backs, Johnson Jr. and ETN. Um, Johnson had 63 yards on 16 carries. And Trevor ETN, the younger brother of Travis, eight carries for 48 yards. Ricky Pearsall had maybe the catch of the year. I don't know if y'all saw that, but he had a nasty one-handed snag reaching up for it. And that was, a, it was, it was disgusting. Y'all should look that up. Um, he had six catches for 104 yards. Um, Charlotte's quarterback, Jay Jones, 11 for 16, 111 yards. And um, T. Ivy, 3 of 9 for 22 yards. So they played two quarterbacks in that game. I didn't watch this game at all, so I don't know if he just got some garbage time at the end or if they have a two-quarterback system. I'm not sure. Um, but um, leading rusher for Charlotte was their quarterback, Jay Jones. Um, he had 21 car- twenty-one carries, my gosh, for 66 yards. I don't know if those were designs or if he was just running for his life. Probably a little bit of both. Um, and this is kind of funny. So H. Rutledge running back, three carries for 30 yards. That's not the funny thing. But the next two leading rushers for Charlotte, S. Bird, Four carries for negative five yards. And T. Ivy, one carry for negative 13 yards. My goodness. Must have been a sack, a major sack or something. But I would venture to guess that those were the only four players who carried the ball. Um, because that's pretty bad otherwise. Um, leading receiver for Charlotte was C. Weber. A tight end. Four catches for 54 yards. So I guess they had three field goals. No, no, sorry. They scored a touchdown in the second quarter. So who scored their touchdown? Jay Jones ran it for a touchdown. He had 21 carries. A lot of carries for a quarterback. Um, well, anyways, Georgia had UAB, the Blazers of Birmingham, come to town. So Georgia won this game 49-21. to And once again, Georgia looks very beatable. Now, everybody's going to give Tennessee crap for UTSA, you know, 
getting 14 on us. UAB is 1-3 now at this point, might I add. Put up 21 points on the two-time defending national champions. And Georgia does not look nearly as Georgia-like as they did the past two years. So that would be something interesting to watch as we approach SEC play. Um, but once again, Georgia's schedule is very cupcake. So it be very interesting if Tennessee, you know, is only has one loss by the time Georgia comes to Knoxville. be very interesting. Um, but anyways, next game, Missouri beat Memphis 34 to 27. So Missouri is still undefeated, I believe. So that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. Yep. They beat South Dakota State. They beat MTSU, Kansas State, now Memphis. So I believe they're finally getting the respect and they're ranked. I think they're right behind Tennessee and Florida, um, at 23. Just off the top of my head, I believe that's what it is. Um, I think, I mean, there's none of their wins are still really impressive points spread wise. Obviously, they beat Kansas State, who was ranked. Um, but, I mean, they beat MTSU by five points. So there's things like that. But all in all, I mean, they're undefeated, which is what matters. Um, but now SEC plays a whole different animal. So, next game. Mississippi State at South Carolina. So, South Carolina won this game 37-30. to So, let's look at the stat sheet on this one. So, Mississippi State is now 2-2, two 0-2 and two, oh and two in the SEC. And South Carolina is 2-2, two 1-1 and, two, one and one in the SEC. So, Will Rogers was 30-48 of 48 for 487 yards. My gosh. One tutty and one interception. Spencer Rattler was 18-20, of 20, very efficient. For 288 yards, three tutties, and no picks. Mississippi State's leading rusher was Jay Marks. 12 carries for 27 yards and one touchdown. South Carolina's leading rusher was M. Anderson. 26 carries, 88 yards, one touchdown. Mississippi State's leading receiver was Luke Griffin. Seven catches for 256 yards. My goodness gracious. That's a, that's a stat sheet right there in one tutty. Um, C. Whittemore, shout out to my boy Luke. That's Luke's brother. I went to Troy with Luke. I mentioned that in the Mississippi State preview, which I did confirm that that is Luke's brother after that episode. Uh, so shout out to him. I think his name is is it Creed? Yep, Creed Whittemore. This season he has six catches for 76 yards and one touchdown. Um, but in that game he had two catches for 17 yards. And South Carolina's leading receiver was Xavier Leggett, um, who had five catches for 189 yards and two tutties. That is a really good game as well. So I believe he – did that guy go to Clemson? Or was that another – I know there's like a Jordan Leggett that went to Clemson. But anyways, so that was our recap from this past week. Let us know what you guys think. All in all, the best games of the weekend were easily LSU and Arkansas. Um, I think South Carolina pretty much had a hold on that game the whole time. If you just looked at the score, you'd think it was a lot better. Um, and then I guess Ole Miss and Bama. I'd say those are probably the two best games um, SEC-wise. But then South Carolina and Mississippi State would be in there as well. Um, so let us know what you guys think. 
But now I don't have anybody else's predictions because everybody got scared and, you know, just didn't. They were just afraid of failure. So they didn't give me their predictions. Um, but I have my predictions. So you don't have to worry about that. So starting us off, we have, yep, all SEC play. I love it. This is the best time. So Florida at Kentucky. Kentucky's undefeated, I believe. Florida has one loss. I, this is one of those games where I just never know to cheer for. I hope they both lose. But, you know, I think I'm going to cheer for, I guess, I don't know. I I just don't care. I'm just going to pick who I think is going to win. I'm I'm not going to cheer for either of them. I think I think Florida's going to get this win. I don't know why. I just think Kentucky's in over their heads being undefeated. They don't know how to handle being undefeated. Um, and, you know, Florida's, Florida's riding off two good wins, especially the win against Tennessee. So I think Florida will come in there and get the win. Um, next game, Texas A&M at Arkansas. I believe that's always played in AT&T Stadium which is the home of my Dallas Cowboys. Um, so, oof. These are actually pretty tough games to pick. I think Arkansas is going to get this dub. Arkansas look better, looks better to me than Texas A&M. KJ Jefferson looked really good this past weekend. And they looked really good in Death Valley at night, which is a hard thing to do. So, I'm going to take Arkansas. Georgia at Auburn. Auburn, I'm sorry. Um... Georgia's going to win this game. Um, Missouri at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, you're horrible. I'm going to give this one to Missouri. Missouri stays undefeated at 5-0. and LSU, 13th-ranked LSU at 20th-ranked Ole Miss. Now, I'm taking LSU. I mean, I would love to see Ole Miss win this game um, just to, you know, cause havoc. But, you know, LSU, I feel like they're just, I think they're playing the best in the SEC right now. Um, I just I just feel like they are. Um, we haven't even seen Georgia play against a good team yet, so can't say anything about them. But I think LSU is going to get the dub against Ole Miss. South Carolina Cox against my Tennessee Volunteers. So... I'm going to be at this game, so Tennessee better win. Um, But, you know, obviously there's a lot of feelings there from what happened last year in Columbia with Hendon. Um, And there's been a lot of trash talk on social media about a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm going to pick Tennessee to win, and I really hope we win. And we need to get this win, especially since I'm going to be there and my stepmom has never seen Tennessee win in person. Every time we go, she every time we go, we lose. Every time she goes, sorry, I can't talk. Every time she goes, we lose. So really hoping that that trend ends. But that's gonna be a night game. Um, so if any of y'all are there, hit me up. We'd love to meet you guys. Uh, I don't think Jackson's able to go anymore, so that's unfortunate. Um, but I know he'll be cheering from the couch. Then, last but not least, we have Bama at Mississippi State. Now, Mississippi State has kind of been disappointing to me this year. Um, Will Rogers is still airing it out, but they're just not the same team as last year. Um, And I think 
last year's Mississippi State team versus this year's Bama team would have been a really interesting game. And I still think this can be an interesting game because it's at State and those cowbells are ridiculously annoying and Bama is not the same Bama um, that we used that we're used to seeing. Um, but I'm still going to take – I'll take Bama by 10. Um, I think they'll just – I think they're going to win this game. Um, so we have Florida beating Kentucky, Arkansas beating A&M, Georgia beating Auburn, Mizzou beating Vandy, LSU beating Ole Miss, Tennessee beating South Carolina, and Bama beating Mississippi State. So last but not least, I want to run through the AP rankings with you guys, the AP poll, so we can go over the SEC teams. So we got Georgia at one, Michigan at two, Texas at three, Ohio State at four. They jumped up two spots after beating Notre Dame on the last play of the game. Florida State at five. They dropped one spot after barely beating Clemson, but it was really about Ohio State jumping them. Um, Penn State at 6, Washington at 7, who apparently Michael Penix Jr. now has number one odds for the Heisman Trophy right now, so that's kind of crazy. USC at 8, Oregon at 9, who just throttled Colorado. That was a, that was a crazy game. I, I expected Oregon to win. I don't think I expected them to win by 42, but Oregon won. That was a great win for them. Utah at 10, Notre Dame at 11, heartbreaking loss, but they still have everything in front of them. Alabama at 12, LSU at 13, Oklahoma at 14, North Carolina at 15, Washington State 16, Duke at 17, Miami 18, Oregon State 9, Miami 18, Oregon State 19, Duke still undefeated by the way, 4-0, Miami undefeated, Oregon State, DJ Ukulele at 19, that's pretty, that's pretty cool, um, Ole Miss, Here's the tennis, the uh, the SEC train real quick. Ole Miss at 20, Tennessee at 21, Florida at 22, Missouri at 23, Kansas at 24, Fresno State at 25. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. So half of the SEC is ranked right now. And then you also, if you want to count Texas and Oklahoma, for next year, so that's nine out of sixteen teams are ranked. So that's it's kind of crazy, but it still just doesn't feel as dominant. The playing field across all of college football feels very level um, now, more than ever with NIL and transfer portal and everything. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see kind of who um, who ends up at the top. But anyways, appreciate you guys checking us out for another week. We look forward to bringing you guys back another episode next week. Hopefully Jackson will be able to join. And other than that, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week or rest of your day, whenever you're listening. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you all soon.